Amen. Praise the Lord, everyone. Let's say that again. Praise the Lord, everyone. Man, the Lord is so good, isn't he? All right, me and three others believe the Lord is really good. Oh, I, well, I'm so glad that you're here, and those that are watching online, uh, I am thankful. And by the way, um, Sam, I do like Christmas caroling. It's going to be absolutely amazing. You're going to really enjoy it. And, uh, and the reason why I know that is because several years ago, we were going to go Christmas caroling, and I kept thinking, oh, I'm going to hate this. I'm just going to hate it. I'm going to hate it. I got out there and enjoyed it so much, I went again. So it, it's a lot of fun. We're going to go to people that can't get out of their houses, a lot of shut-ins and different things like that, and just let the Lord bless them through us. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So you are welcome uh, to come December 12th. The other thing is, did you see how chilled little baby Sam is? He's not like his dad at all. No, Sam, he's just like his dad. He just sits there. He's like, okay, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. My kids would have never done that. I would have been chasing them while they were running off of the uh, platform. So, Hey, I want to talk to you today, surprise, surprise, I want to talk to you today about Thanksgiving. I, I was reading an article uh, just this week that, that there are several universities in the United States that have decided that they want to change Thanksgiving to a day of mourning because of the way we have treated the indigenous people in the United States. And, and they gave a list of them, and one of them was UC Santa Barbara. Now, I'm going to give them, cut them some slack, because their mascot is the banana slug. You have go wildcats, you have go wolverines, go banana slugs. So I'm going to give them a break. No, but, but the, the thought is that, that we shouldn't be giving thanks to anything because of the way that, that indigenous people were mistreated. And I agree that indigenous people have been mistreated, but they are missing the entire point of this holiday. This holiday is not to determine the virtues of any one person or a group of people. In fact, on that, can you believe that this is the 400th, 400th celebration of Thanksgiving, 1621? That's when, that's when the first uh, celebration in the Plymouth Colony, and, and they landed the year before, and they had such a, an egregious winter, and many of them passed away, and then that next year, God had blessed them, and, and 55 pilgrims and about 100 uh, indigenous Americans uh, celebrated together, and they were celebrating the harvest, the blessing that came. In fact, uh, William Bradford, which was the governor of, of, of Plymouth Colony, he said this, famine we once had, but other things God gave us in full, as fish and ground nuts to supply our strait, that we might learn on providence to wait and to know that by bread alone man lives not in his need. See, Thanksgiving is not about 
looking at the virtues and the blessings of, uh, of humanity and, and going and, and deciding who is virtuous and who is not virtuous. Because if I look at Scripture correctly, it says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And there's no, not one that's righteous, not even one. So if we're going to look back and, and we're going to cast a finger or throw stones at people that, that, that lived 400, 500 years ago, then I think we need to take heed the, the words of Christ that says, he that is without sin... Let him first cast the stone. See, so it's not about looking at, uh, at the, the, the virtues of people. Thanksgiving has been and always will be. It's a giving of thanks to God for the things that he has done. It's a day that we set aside and we say, thank you, Lord, for your blessing. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your grace. We do have different times in the year where we fast and we, and we call on God to help. But this is not that day. This is the day that we look at what God has given us and say, thank you. And we celebrate the goodness of God with thanksgiving. Yeah, but this is not something new that's been around. The Egyptians, the Greeks, the Romans, uh, they all had feasts in honor of their respective gods. And even long before any of these ancient civilizations, before they even ever existed on earth, Scripture says that Job offered sacrifices of thanksgiving. See, thanksgiving is not just a day, it's not just an American holiday, it's actually something that's very scriptural and it's intricate, it's an intricate part of every Christian. The giving of thanks to God has always been an essential part of humanity's relationship with their creator. Abel offered sacrifices of thanksgiving. Abraham offered sacrifices of thanksgiving. The church in the New Testament offered sacrifices of thanksgiving. The apostles all gave thanks to God for the blessings that he had given. The word that we get for thanksgiving is Eucharistio, which really means to give thanks. We get the Eucharist, the Lord's table, from the same thing that when we come and we remember what the Lord did for us, that we are to give thanks, to be thankful. The Bible says that, that the dedication of, of Solomon's temple in 2 Chronicles uh, 5.13, he says the trumpeters and the singers joined in unison with one voice, see they were Christmas caroling, to give praise and thanks to the Lord. And they lifted their voices in praise to the Lord. They looked at the temple and they began to thank God for all the things that he had done. And, and that was the temple. When Christ was here, we gave thanks. And when, and when the church is in heaven, this is what Revelation 11 tells us, we're going to be saying, we give thanks to you, Lord God Almighty. Thanksgiving is just a part of our life. It's just what we do. It's just who we are. Thanks, thankfulness is a key character uh, of any believer. Psalm 69, 30 says, I will praise the name of the Lord God with a song. And I will magnify him with thanksgiving. Don't you love that? Magnify him. Remember when you were a kid and you get the magnifying glass? 
No, not when you were burning the bugs. Oh, that was really cool, though. Uh, but when, when you had the magnifying glass and everything illuminated and everything was bigger and larger, and that's what the, what the psalmist is saying, it says, when you give thanksgiving, it magnifies God. It enlarges God in your mind, in your heart. And for those that hear, you begin to proclaim the greatness of your God. You begin to proclaim how good he is, how confident you are in him, and how sure of a foundation he has provided. Praise and thanksgiving are essential essential to every believer. And I just wonder if there's someone here today that could possibly say, the Lord has been good to me this year. I wonder if, I, if somebody could just resound in a little hand clap and say, I'm so thankful that God has blessed me this year. You say, well, I didn't get everything I wanted, but you got what you needed. God's been good, isn't he? I will praise the Lord. Thankfulness is that key. Revelation 7 saying, Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might to be to our God. Thanksgiving is going to be in heaven. It's not just for the things he's provided here. But man, when you get there and, and, and you walk in and you, and you get to see what God has prepared for each and every one of us, the Bible says, I hasn't seen nor ear heard, neither has it entered the heart of man, the things that God has prepared for us. Can you imagine seeing everything that God has prepared and you get that new body that's not going to grow old and not get tired and praise the Lord, it's not going to get sick and, and the Lord has wiped all tears from your eyes. There is no more sorrow, no more pain. And you finally realize, you comprehend the greatness and the magnitude of what God has done for you. Can you imagine the thanksgiving that's going to be ringing from your heart? Oh, man. I always say you can't wait, but I guess we have to. And yet there's one time in Scripture... One time in scripture where Jesus is mentioned as being astonished. Astonished, amazed, confused. And it was because he didn't receive the thanks he deserved. Uh, if, you, if you want to turn in your Bibles to Luke chapter 17... I know what I have it on the screen, but Jesus is, uh, the Bible says that he's going through a certain village on, on his way to Jerusalem. Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. So here's Galilee up here and here's Jerusalem down here. And he didn't want to go through Samaria, so he was traveling the border between the two. It's like going the border on between both countries. And, and as he's traveling between the two, here's what the scripture says. As he was going into a village, ten men who had leprosy met him. Now, leprosy was a horrendous disease. It, it kept you separated from family. It kept you separated from friends. It kept you isolated. They would give uh, lepers uh, food to eat, but they could not associate with anybody other than those that had leprosy. Wouldn't that be horrible? To be isolated, separated, looked down upon, pitied, perhaps ridiculed. The scripture says they stood at a distance. The reason why they stood at a distance is because they were following protocol. That's what you did. Let's go on. 
They stood at a distance and they called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. Now here's 10 men Jesus is going through. He's going through uh, and, and this little village and these 10 men are, are doing what, what culture and society tell them to do, that you need to remain separate, that, that nobody wants to get what you have. And they see Jesus and there's no mention of the fact that, that anybody told them who Jesus was. Evidently by this time Jesus' fame has already preceded him and when they found out that it was Jesus, they said, have pity on on us. Uh, this is just a side note. But man, when you find out who Jesus really is, you'll cry out for every, every need you have. Because he's able. Let's go on. When he saw them, you notice, if, if they would have said, oh, that's Jesus, and not said anything, he would have passed them by. There's something about crying out to God. And he said, when he saw them, he said, go show yourselves to the priests. Now, why would he do that? Because he was following the law. It was the priests that determined whether or not you were cleansed or not cleansed. Whether you could go back to your family or not go back to your family. And Jesus said, I want you to follow the law because Jesus did not come to break the law. He came to fulfill it. And Jesus said, go show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. Okay? So Jesus tells them, and they said, no, I think I'm going to stay here until I'm cleansed, and then I'll go. See, faith sometimes requires that we step out. When Jesus says, go, we just go. And it's in your going that's when you find your deliverance. It's in your going that you find your healing. It's in your going that, you, that the Lord gives you the words to say to bring peace and comfort to your home. It's in the going. It's doing what God has asked you to do before you see the results. So here they are, and they, and they went, and they were cleansed. And look at this. One of them. How many are there? There are ten. One of them. When he saw he was healed, came back praising God in a loud voice. One of them. One of them. What does faithfulness look like? What does is, what is being thankful really look like? It looks like this. Number one, when he saw that the Lord had blessed him, when he saw that he had been blessed by God Almighty, he went back in person to give thanks. Now, you say, well, man, what about the other nine, those, those ungrateful people? I don't, I don't know if they were ungrateful or not. The scripture doesn't say that, that they were ungrateful. And, and I can kind of resonate with them. Can you imagine if you had had leprosy for 5, 10, 15 years and, and all of a sudden you're healed and, and you say, oh man, look at this. I am now cleansed. I can go see my family. I can go see my kids. I can touch my grandkids that I've never seen. Can you imagine the joy that was in their hearts? They wanted to get to that priest, they wanted to be declared clean, and they wanted to go celebrate with those they loved. Is that any different than some of us sometimes? The Lord blesses us, and what do we do? We're going to give credit to the Lord. Oh yeah, look what the Lord did to me. But see, but thankfulness is a little different. 
Thankfulness is when you stop. When you see what God has done. Before you declare his greatness to men. Before you declare your, your, your celebration in the Lord. Before you look at everything else. You go back to him and you have a personal thank you. See, thankfulness begins by going back to the Lord and saying, God, you have touched my life. You have blessed me. See, God wants those. God desires those that have a heart that, that will come back to him and say, Lord, I want to tell you personally, thank you. I'm sure that the others were going to give credit, but giving credit over there to somebody else is secondary. The primary focus is when the Lord blesses you, when the Lord touches you, when you, when you celebrate this Thursday before the football and before the meal and before everything else. Look at all of the things that God has provided for you. Look at all of the friends that you have. Look at all of the family that you have. Look at the, the shelter that you have over your, your head and, and look at the food that you have on your table and the bountiful blessings that God has provided and, and, and you have a car to drive and you have health and you have, you have your family and you have your friends. And before you ever... Say, Lord, thank you to your family. Get to yourself and the Lord and say, God, thank you. See, first and foremost, being thankful is an intimate personal relationship with God that you go to him and thank him. The second thing that he did, the second aspect of, of truly being thankful is he praised Jesus with a loud voice. He gave credit. To Christ. He gave credit to his God. He, he didn't worry about whatever everybody else was thinking. He, he said, I'm going to give you glory. I'm going to give you praise. I'm going to give you adoration. I am going to give thanks that is personal and it's private, and, but I don't care who hears me. The very first thing I'm going to do is come to you and then I'm going to praise you. And then he does this. Let's go on. He threw himself at Jesus' feet. And thanked him. He surrendered his life. He demonstrated reverence. It wasn't, Lord, I thank you for all the abilities that you have given me. I thank you for all the things that I have done for myself. He was acknowledging that by the grace of God, he was made whole. Do you realize that anything that you have, that everything you have, and I've talked, I've talked with people and they said, well, you know, no, I, I have what I have because of, of my ingenuity, because of my brain power. And, and I said, well, who gave you that brain? Who gave you the ability to think that way? See, everything we are, everything that we have, the way we process everything is given by God. And, and should God bless you abundantly, the most important thing you can do is go to him in person, thank him for what he has done, and then worship him. And the last thing that he did, he said he thanked him and he was a Samaritan. A Samaritan. A, a, a mixed theological 
person, a person that had a, a varying degree of religious ordinances. And notice that he didn't allow the religious ordinances to stop him from worshiping. How many times have we wanted to, to thank the Lord or wanted to uh, talk to somebody about the Lord, but we've allowed protocol to hinder us, to stop us? I mean, I have done that, and I'm sure, I'm sure that most of us, if we were honest, we would say we've allowed the, the norms of society to, to hinder us from giving praise and glory to God because there are some times that in our conversation in life that, that it just doesn't seem to fit that, that we should give praise and glory to God when you're in a room that's filled with animosity. But my friends, that's the time that we need to lift up our voices. That's the time that we need to proclaim that God is good. And you say, well, but there's so many things going on in our culture that I just don't know. I just want to, I want to share the Lord, but and, and sometimes I'll use words. No, I, I don't see that in scripture. What I do see in scripture is giving thanks unto the Lord, going to him and, and then giving him thanks for everything that he has done for you. And when God is magnified, the Bible says when he is lifted up, he will draw all men unto him. If we begin to thank God and praise God in the circumstances that we find ourselves in today, great things will happen. Something else is great. I'm finished. I'm going to ask our praise team to come up. Uh, would you stand with us, please? I love Thanksgiving. Don't you? You say, well, have you been blessed? Yes. Yes, I have. And I don't know what, what favorite dishes that you have. I, I have favorite dishes. And I'm going to eat a lot of them. And I'm just going to pray, Lord, they have no calories. In the middle of all of it, and if you, if you like to watch football, praise the Lord. If you, if you want to do, if you have a family tradition, do that. But above all things, above all things, let's give thanks to God. Let's thank him. You say, well, this has been a hard year. But you're here. You're here. You're here. You are here. God is good. Sometimes we, we ask God for things and we don't get them. And, and we think, well, God is not being good to us. And perhaps, just perhaps, the things that we're really wanting are just not good for us. And God in his wisdom has blessed us. My friends, I believe the blessing, and I believe this with all my heart, the blessing of thanksgiving is taking time and going to the Lord personally and saying, Lord, thank you, and begin to list all that he has done for you. And above all things, he has saved us. 
all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be.